Welcome back to another episode of Hello Ladies, where feminism meets pro wrestling. Um, I am solo today, um, and I do apologize, did not get an episode out last week. Um, Yeah, I've been traveling like crazy. Oh, I'm not by myself. I have Cheddar here. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see the corner of his face. Um, (laughs) Hi, Cheddy. He's also very upset that I have been traveling. Yeah, I know. Mommy has been very busy. Um, and part of that has been for wrestling-related things. Most of it's been for work. Um, for those of you who do not know, I uh, work at a domestic violence, sexual assault, and human trafficking crisis center. Um, and October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And boy, oh boy, does everyone want me to give presentations? That's that's what I do. Um, I give. I don't do direct service. Quite frankly, I couldn't do it. Um, I would turn into a vigilante quite quickly. Um, so I do education and prevention work instead. So um, this is probably the, it's definitely the busiest month for me, like outside of work because birthday um, and uh, Halloween, which is my favorite holiday, if you could not tell. Um, and Comic-Con happens. So um, I am going to talk a little bit about um, Comic-Con. Also, MJ did send me a birthday gift, which um, I keep meaning to make a TikTok about, and I will do that. I have been so busy. I can't even make a simple, like, TikTok. I have reached out and, like, thanked her, obviously, but um, she sent me this amazing book that I have been, like, eyeing for years. Um, It's The Sisterhood of the Squared Circle, The History and Rise of Women's Wrestling, Um, and the foreword is actually by Natalia. So I'm really looking forward to getting into this. I mean, it starts off in the beginning of and like it's a lot of just from paging through it it looks like it's it's mostly uh american wrestling um i mean there's there's some crossover but like um the little bit that i know about japanese women's wrestling there's there's some notable women who appear appear from again first glance to be missing from this china yes i saw her when i was flipping through this at first and i was like yes this is a legitimate book you know that's that's how i judge everything like oh it's about women's wrestling doesn't mention china Hmm. most things do um but (laughs) um yeah so um i'm very excited to read that it's also i mean it's a hefty sucker i did not i'm so glad to see that it is i wasn't expecting that um but yeah so so excited um when i do get through that that big one, um it'll i'll do one of my sabrina reviews um yeah so also i made this forever ago um it's a hello ladies podcast mug let me see i don't ah it's not showing up that great on camera um but I finally got it back and I made myself coffee. I actually, I hate this coffee. I learned like as I started filming. So there's that. But anywho, so Comic-Con, I'm like, I'm a big old nerd. But one of the things I love about New York Comic-Con is there's such a strong crossover with wrestling. In fact, the day that I went, um, I met Danhausen, um, and I have a photo with him, which um I just put up on the wall so I'm not ripping it down right now but um and I put it in my grandmother's antique frame I think it looks banging but um the downside about getting 
um, a picture specifically with someone at Comic-Con or an autograph or something like that, if it's one of like in the, it's like the basement of the Javits Center, um, but it's, it's not called the basement, whatever. It's, it's real fast, right? If they're at a booth, very different. I highly recommend doing the booth experiences because you get time to talk with them, get a little interaction. Like literally, I just got to run up to Danhausen. They took a picture and they're like, leave lady. And Danhausen clearly was just like, thank you so much. Like he's someone who I feel like generally likes interacting with his fans. Um, but yeah, um, I will say up close, his hair looks super soft. Um, not that anyone has ever been wondering that, but this is something I noticed. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe because his makeup is so how it is. Um, I was expecting, I don't know, like a lot of hair gel or something, uh, but it looks super soft. So also at um, Comic-Con, I did miss the wrestler fan, wrestling fan meetup where people were um, dressed as various wrestlers. I did get some great photos though. There was um, a woman who was dressed as the fiend, which was phenomenal, top notch. There was also um, a man who looked like the love child of um, Bray Wyatt and um, wow, my Brody. Uh, I can't remember his name all of a sudden in WWE, but anyway, um, and of Brody, like just looked like their love child. And it was him and his wife. Um, the, the wife was pregnant and on her belly, um, it wrote, she wrote sister Abigail. It was so cute. Uh, it fantastic. Um, but my friend that I met, met up with at Comic-Con is my college roommate, not a wrestling fan. Um, it, oh, we used to have utter fights because when we were in college, 2009 2010 i would want to watch wrestling on the tv in our living room she did not want to do that and she's like you can go watch it in, on your tv and i was like no i can't because we don't have cable in that room because that's how that worked back then oh aging myself anyway um so we're at comic-con and the um group had let out um, the reason I didn't get to see them was I was going to see Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, well, the Slayers um, panel. Anyway, um, but when we got out and we went outside, like, because there, again, at the Javits Center, it's like enclosed, but outside, uh, like where food trucks are and whatnot, if it's nice out, there's photographers there. A lot of people just gather in, in costumes and you see a lot of great cosplay. And there was a group of uh, wrestling cosplayers and I heard them before I saw them because all I heard was, yeah, um, going like chanting throughout. And I got, I was in mid-conversation, heard that my face completely changed and I got super excited. And my friend was just like, what is that noise? And I'm like, those are my people. Like that's wrestling. That's wrestling. It this is not noise. It is a call. <laughs> so, um, which led to her being like, I don't understand like how wrestling wound up at Comic Con. And I was like, Where would you like me to begin? Because I mean, there are comics that are like physical comics and also haha comics. Um, but um, that are wrestling themed, wrestling related. They like it's there. There's so many connections at this point. Um, it's ridiculous. Um, and obviously there's wrestlers on the floor. I didn't get any, um, 
I was really upset. I didn't realize that Matt Hardy was on the floor um, signing like gothic baby stuff. Um, and I totally would have done that. I would have had Matt Hardy sign some gothic baby stuff. But um, I've and I've met him before. He is a pure joy. Uh, there were some others I would have, um, you know, gotten into Mick Foley's line, but he was having lunch and um, I didn't know if he was signing anything at that point, but I didn't want to bother him. Um, uh, however, so the aisle, there's this, the first aisle in Comic-Con against the one wall always has like wrestlers and stuff. So I went down that. So I also found my tea and absinthe um, sampler box. I love tea and absinthe, not wrestling related, but um, so I continued on down and I ran into this place called Ah Geeks uh, right here. Um, again, if you're, there we go. If you're watching, you can see they do um, earrings and pins. And the guy had, I, I saw these wrestling related ones and I immediately was like, uh, can you show me all of the ones that you have that are wrestling earrings? Because wrestling earrings are not easy to find. You can find them. Again, it's aw geeks um on social media um i we are following them on our instagram um and i definitely made a post tagging them but the earrings i'm wearing right now the bte ones those were worn by the young bucks on tv same with um these little young bucks earrings here um which is not why i got them there were some things that were worn on tv like specifically the pins that i mean i like pins but um I was, I was after earrings. So um, these were also worn. And then I got these two. So we have some little chairs and then the the bullet club ones, which are wooden actually, unlike the others. So uh, I'm trying to, okay. Everyone knows what the bullet club logo looks like, right? If you're listening to this podcast, I hope so. Um, If you've just stumbled upon it, I mean, it's possible, I guess that you're really into feminism and you're like sure what's the crossover with wrestling in which case this is a strange one to to listen to first but um uh, i probably say that about a lot of them anywho um so highly recommend if you're especially someone who wears earrings um or independence give them uh, a like go go check them out um so yeah that was friday october 13th um that was, uh, and I will say, Adam Cole was supposed to be there. There was supposed to be a thing with him and MJF um, where you could get pictures of both of them, but Adam Cole wasn't there. I don't know if he was, because I think he was supposed to be there the following day too. I wasn't going that day, but yeah, um, MJF is pictured above me again. Sorry, anyone who's listening to this, like the, the, picture one is best definitely better today youtube there we go but yeah um i met mjf two three years ago at comic-con back when his autograph i think was like 40 bucks um and i got that in a picture so uh you're not paying that now so that's the autograph part um but yeah so kind of looks like there's i didn't mean to like cut off his head so it's just like his body there but you know <laughs> shots blah um there i guess this is less i don't like that anyway um so, um yes comic-con was awesome that was friday the 13th um the next day i celebrated my birthday with a bunch of friends that sunday october 15th is my actual birthday 
and I traveled to down to Philly um, to meet up with a friend. But yeah, a lot of a lot of traveling. Um, so my wrestling stuff, though, not not done. Um, last weekend, I traveled to Pittsburgh for a friend's wedding, and while I was there um towards like uh towards the end of it towards the end of the reception um this woman came up to me um and she was someone i met a decade ago and was just like oh bartle the groom told me uh that you were going to be here and i was really excited and i was like cool uh we met i think once but i remembered her you know she used to date my friend tom um and uh i was obsessed with her cat and i remember she really liked um alice in wonderland but she was like oh i you know, I want to talk to you about wrestling. And suddenly the world stopped. And I was like, yes, who cares what's going on around us? Let's talk the wrestling. And I got so excited because um she's really into AEW. And she asked me, I asked her who some of her favorite wrestlers were. And when she said the best friends, hoo, 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 um, I was just like, let's talk about it. She's down in, um, Philly that's where she lives and I was like did you know that that is where Chuck Taylor lives so you know I mean it's a huge big ass city but keep an eye out um so yeah um I love I, I love that like we talked wrestling for five ten minutes um and I hope to continue talking to her um but I was like, what a fun way to like rekindle a connection or like grow a friendship. And I think that's one thing people don't talk about so much. I mean, I think MJ and I have talked about it like in regards to like people on the internet, because um, both MJ and I have had the experience of, especially as women in wrestling um, or not in wrestling, but who like wrestling, it can be a little difficult finding like other women who like wrestling. Um, or like just like your group of people. So um like Russell Talk has really helped me with that. Um and just like I've made some pretty good friendships. But I've I've also found me being so open about my love of wrestling has made other people who like are casual fans or who have gotten into it recently. Um more apt to talk to me about it specifically women um because again it can be it can be difficult to find ladies who are like out in the wild talking about their love of wrestling um or at least in in my little corner of the world um i wanted to really talk about so for a while like the we had really been talking about how women were not being featured in on like any of the shows um and now at least with wwe that has really started to change like on raw um i've i've been seeing that there's more women i haven't caught smackdown in a while because i've been traveling and i just haven't really caught it um uh, it's so good when you have a wrestling podcast and you can't catch the shows but i mean anyway um nxt though how how about that like halloween havoc night one that card it was the majority was women 
the headliner, of course, was um, the first Irish versus Irish ladies match. I'm not sure if we've had an Irish man versus an Irishman like on like a main stage like that. Because, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, well, has Finn Balor gone against Sheamus, like, one-on-one? I don't know. Anyway, um, if, if if he has, let us know. Um, or I could Google it, I suppose. Anywho, um, what, like, talk about getting the rub, though. Like, Becky Lynch, I wouldn't necessarily say it was a torch-passing moment, but it was definitely like a, a heads up to everyone that, you know, um, there's there there's a, a new gal on the block who is um, they see something in like you're not beating Becky Lynch for any sort of title. Um, if like especially if she's not injured, you know, um, if there's not if they don't see something in you. So that is so exciting. Um and I'm just, I'm really excited to see where, like, I want this momentum to keep going. I am also excited about the um, Crown Jewel women's match, like the, I think it's a Fatal Five Way, right? Um, because it's a bunch of strong ass women, like for a long time, like you would have one or two. And unless they were fight- fighting each other, like you had no idea who was going to win or like you had a clear idea of who was going to win with this these women are more equally matched on size as far as strength goes um and in some cases height um and like it's i'm so excited like that there is a match with a bunch of strong powerful women who are just going to tear the house down. Um, and I appreciate how Nia Jax has been like using her um, fan hatred, the hatred the fans have towards her or some fans. Um, and like, it's just such smart booking. Thanks, Triple H, um, with, with the whole thing. I'm, and I believe MJ and I have talked about this before, Um I'm, I have never wrestled, right? Um, so I'm more keen to listen to wrestlers talk about if someone is safe or not. And like the women thus far have said like, you know, accidents happen. It's nothing un- like they're not blaming Naya for anything that's happened. No one's like refusing to work with her because she is unsafe. So um, when and if something like that comes out, then we can re reevaluate. Um, but I mean, Seth Rollins went through a phase where he was accidentally hurting people. Like Finn Balor knows better than anyone. I mean, there was the incident with Sting. I don't think Sting actually likes Seth Rollins, but um, but everyone like forgave and forgot about that for the most part. Um, I don't think people forgave and forgot about Naya because uh she is a woman. She's a woman of color and she is plus size. And I think people are just, like, some people just were looking, looking for something nasty to say about her, you know? Um, but this is all to say, uh, I'm happy where this trend is going. Um, I'm, I, I want to see 
more women's wrestling on AEW, more consistent storylines um, and storytelling. There, AEW has so many great things going for it. Like, I feel like it's like one of the pe- like one of the few pieces it's really missing. Um, and uh, Nyla Rose was recently. Or actually, I don't know when this interview happened. I just saw the TikTok because MJ sent it to me um, where she was saying she really wanted um, <clears throat> there to be AEW women's tag team titles. And yes, um, I think AEW could really book the shit out of a uh, women's tag division. We know Tony Khan can do that. Um, AEW's... Um, booking for their tag division in general has a a consistent history of being baller. So crossing my fingers. Come on, Tony Khan. At the same time, I'm also one of those people who's like, for the love of God, no more titles in AEW. But if you're going to do them, you know, maybe have it be even a cross brand thing where um, it's for both Ring of Honor and AEW and they can bounce back and forth. I'd be fine with that. Um, you know, why not? Why not, Tony Khan? You own those things. You can, you make the rules, literally. Um, so yes, this is going to be a short podcast today. Hopefully next week, um, I'll cross my fingers and we'll get some MJ back. If not, it'll just be me, maybe a special guest. We'll see. Um, now that I'm not running all over creation, that's not true. That's not true. I'm traveling again more oh by the time you're seeing this like i won't i'm not able to watch dynamite live tonight because i'm traveling like i will be on the road at that point um so yeah but um things the week before thanksgiving things will slow down for me and things will be more normal but uh in theory we are going to keep doing uh, weekly podcasts. I'm so sorry. I I probably should have put out a thing that it just wasn't going to happen. I meant to film last week, but life life happened. I'm so sorry. Um, and that's like an actual like I'm so sorry. Um, but yes. Um, thank you for listening to this short caffeine fueled <laughs> podcast um and we will we me and cheddar if nothing else we'll see you next week um and as always in the name of our lord and savior john cena hustle loyalty and respect yabadoo